I am live on a Friday evening right here on Radio Pulpit 657 AM. And again, regardless of how you're tuning in, I just want to say welcome. If you're only tuning in right now, then you're just in time for the discussion, which is one of my favorite segments of the I Am Live show. Mm. Um, This is where we get delved deep into discussions and conversations that have to do with the modern world. Uh, Mm. These are conversations that are relevant to millennials and Gen Zs, um, particularly people who are just exploding on TikTok. (laughs) Uh, But if if you don't know TikTok, because I know that there's a lot of young people who actually don't have TikTok or prefer it. Uh, But these are conversations for young people. So things that you're going through dealing with, if you're more senior or in the older generation of people, remember that these conversations might be relevant to you as well so that you can know how to connect with the young people and reach them where they are. Mm. Um, So the the discussions that we've been having for this month are specifically reflective discussions or reflective conversations. And we're having a conversation about things that you might have done wrong throughout the year mm. and we'd, we'd want to give you the opportunity to sit down and think about what you could have done right and how you can enter into the new year with a different mindset mm. um, and a different approach so we've 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 touched on quite a few things to be quite honest so um, we've touched on family and friends that you might have neglected we've touched on financial decisions bad financial decisions that you might have made um, answering the question of am I too young to be focused on my finances and what we're focusing on tonight is goals and passions Um, those goals and passions that you might have abandoned over time and I know that you might be wondering like what are passions actually you know Mm. because it's it seems like such an airy fairy word that's (laughs) hanging or balanced on the clouds that no one knows what exactly does it mean um and what 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 we want to dive into with regards to this topic is celebrating the goals you achieved in 2021 and forgiving yourself for those you failed at um how good are you at forgiving yourself for the things that you didn't get right that's a question that I want to resonate within you. Um, and how good are you with celebrating the things that you might have actually gotten right? Because there's there's a thing that we struggle with as human beings that whenever, you know, it's the whole analogy of when you have a white towel and there's a black dot, you'll focus on the black dot. Mm. Um, unfortunately, we also have the bad habit of when there's a black cloth and a little few white spots, you'll focus on the white spots because mm. they will then appear as like the, um, the things that are not a norm. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, so basically what I mean is whenever you've done well, you, you, you do well, you do well, you do well, and then you'll mess up here and there. Let's say out of um, 100%, you're going to do well 60% of the time, or let's say 55% of the time and mess up 45% of the time. Um, the thing about it is that you forget to then take the 45% and, and, and or rather you'll focus more on the 45%, which is a significant number. It is a significant number. Um, but then you forget about the 55% of the time that you've actually done good. Um, and that's, I believe, what makes us at times when we've sinned as Christians, you will sin and then you'll focus on that sin and the guilt will weigh on you. But we're not discussing sin Mm. right now. We're specifically discussing your goals Mm. and discussing your passions, like the things that you wanted to achieve in 2021, but never got around to doing it. 
yeah. So, Charles, do you have stuff that you thought you were, you were going to do this year in the beginning of the year? We're not talking resolutions. No, no, no. Yeah. No. We're talking goals and passions. Do you have those? Yes. You know what? Well, it's well known at this stage that I moved down to the Cape, right? So, uh, the beach is quite close to my house. And at the beginning of this year, I promised myself that I'm going to take my dog to the beach every week. Uh, we've been a total time of, I think, about three times <laughs> during this year. Um, and now looking... Three? Three, literally three times. Uh, well, close to three times. I know it's less than ten. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Then the second thing that comes to mind is I always, I also say to myself, now that I'm living at the beach, I'm going to start doing surfing. Right, And then we should actually have had this discussion last week because then what I do is if I want to cons- consider doing something, I buy everything I need for it. Right, uh, so that's bad financial the decisions. Equipment. I buy all the equipment, and then halfway through, I realize I'm not good at surf. Not even halfway through, like ten lessons down the line, I'm like, I'm not even good at surfing. Mm. Like, and to be honest, I'm a bit old to get into surfing now. <laughs> right, but now I've got the wetsuit, the flippers, and the surfboard and the roof rack for my vehicle. So that's bad financial planning. Yeah, but but that was one of my goals actually to to incorporate my environment into my lifestyle. Oof, I love that. Um, and to a certain degree, I got it fine, but the other, de- to most degree, I don't think I have it. And then that's with regards to my goals. Passions, I always find it very interesting to to think about passions because passions is an interesting old English word, actually. So now, when someone is kissing someone else on TV or whatever, we think that's a passionate kiss, right? That's how we explain passionate. And then we need to know, feel that you have to be passionate about something, means that you're motivated or goal-orientated in that. Whereas the actual use of the word passion is better explained in the movie Passion of Christ. You remember that Mel Gibson did? Yeah. So the passion of the Christ or the passion of Christ was the willing fact to lay down his life for the salvation of men. So passion is actually that which you are willing to suffer for. Um, My passion for this year that I would like to do is obviously, and I think most Christians should have it, is community upliftment. I wanted to uplift the community um, and that we start small. So I want one person in the community to, to... be by the end of 2021 not think themselves poor anymore poverty is a lot of times poverty is a mindset true story uh, yeah. because they they don't aim or think they're worth more than what they currently are getting or whatever so that's a mindset and uh so why i call that my passion is that that's something that i'm willing to suffer for because it's going to cost me money and i'm not necessarily benefiting from it um and i didn't get that sorted to be totally honest I yeah didn't, yeah, mm. so that that's a very good uh, distinction that you make between um, a goal that you might have had throughout the year, uh, because a goal could refer to maybe if you wanted to start a business or mm. if you wanted to take an extra course at something, um, if you wanted to be good at a particular thing, take piano lessons. Um, I think a, a person in high school, you might have wanted to focus more on your maths and science because those are some of the most difficult subjects um, to actually get right, especially mm. in this country, right? Um, you might have mm. wanted to spend more of your time focusing on your studies and you found yourself just break time. I remember how when I was in high school, we had this year where there was a huge strike. Even soldiers were striking. I think it was 2011. No, no, no. It was before that. 20... It was before the World Cup, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Definitely mm. before yeah. the World Cup. Yes, yeah, so there was a time where there was that that huge strike. Mm. 
Mm. Um, and we didn't have any teachers, right? So because all the teachers were on strike. Were on strike yeah. Exactly. Now we, I had to, or rather all of us had to figure out how are we going to continue learning and teaching ourselves, uh, which meant that you needed to spend a lot of time studying. And I remember literally separating myself from my friends during break time and finding an empty classroom and doing work. Um, and, and I remember Amazing. that needed to be the norm, right? Um, and yeah, so... These are those are the types of sacrifices that you you have to make um, in order to get, accomplish some things, and it's not easy making those sacrifices. Mm. Which is why you might find yourself in a position where you aimed and planned to do something, but you couldn't. Usually, it's because making the sacrifice was so difficult for mm. you. Um, I know that it happens to a lot of people at work. Like you go to work intending to to always grind, like just work, mm. and then you see a nice conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see that nice conversation happening with your colleagues and you're like, ish, but even me, <laughs> you know? But you know you have work mm. to do. Then you end up taking your work home and you're not mm. spending enough time with your family or you see your YouTube video and yo don't even tell me about YouTube suggestions and there you go you know what i mean and you mm. just get distracted so that's goals right that's what happens with goals i think uh, i'm not sure it depending on who you are you might find goals easier to um you know like or you might struggle more with goals than with passions Yes. Um, you might struggle to achieve or accomplish your goals um, than you do to accomplish your passions. Um, and I found that another reason, so apart from just making the sacrifices, I found that another reason that we struggle to keep up with both or commit to both and see them through to the end, at times it's because of the company you keep. Like, for example, if, 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 as you mentioned, child, that your passion was to uplift the community, mm. if you would surround yourself with people who are already doing that, it would actually be more difficult for you not to. Not to do it, yes. You understand what mm. I mean? So it, it becomes an instrument that you use. Um, um, you know, like uh, I say, and I call it an instrument. It feels weird because these are mm. people, <laughs> yeah. right? But I'm talking about the relationship that you have with them. Mm. It's much like if you want to go to gym, Join people who are going. Yes. You know, if you want to start running, join people who are already doing it. Mm. Um, and, and that's how you can then start to acquaint yourself and build the relationship and passion and zeal for both your goal and your passion. Um, and, and I don't know if, Charles, you've used that um, relay or surrounding yourself with people who are already doing something that you want to do and then seeing yourself doing it. When I started at, at Varsity, Years ago, um, we had a lecture that made the statement. He said, always see who's with you in the room. Because if you're in a room and you're the smartest person in that room, you're in the wrong room. Mm. And then, and I thought, what a weird way to say something strange, right? <laughs> but then later on in life, it actually rea I realized like there's so much truth in that. Because if you want to be an intellectual person, surround yourself with intellectual people. Yes. Yeah. Right? That's just the way it is. Um, uh, what's that? Um, I'm trying to figure figure of the biblical parable, but I can't think of anything now. The one that I wanted to explain, but that's exactly it. When you're when you're uh, oh, that's it. It's actually in Proverbs. It says, "As iron sharpens iron, so your friendship will sharpen you or, or shape you, mold you, whatever translation you read." 
And that's it. If you surround yourself with certain amount of people or certain people, that's the way that it's going to be. They are the ones that's going to influence you. So if you're the only one that's not uh, considering consuming alcohol and all your friends do when you go to their house, I think probably it might not be the first night or the second night, but two or three months down the line, you're not going to be that firm on your standpoint against alcohol anymore because you've been... Um, uh, what's that? What's that? Well, not exposed, but what's the way that they always say that the media is not? Um, mm-hmm. But that's the way it is. You've been. Um, it's almost like climatized. Uh, but that's condition. That condition. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> keep me up all night, right? So we've been conditioned with certain things, but you, you, you are in a very fortunate position usually to choose the conditionment that that you will have, right? So. Surrounding yourself with a certain amount of people will obviously influence your decisions. Now, you need to choose your people, obviously. So, to choose your weapons. Um, and I've realized, like, I've got friends that's extremely wealthy. So, if I need to make financial decisions, there's certain types of friends that I phone and I sit into conversations and we have a bri and, and do whatever. And then we have these financial decisions. And I'm able to... to lean on their mentorship if i can call it that way to see what would be a good financial decision but spending all my time with those guys um will lead me back into the mindset of poverty because i I do not drive that suv and i do not own my third or fourth house and my children that's four years old don't already have the university fees paid for or saved up or whatever yeah but so that there's a certain degree that I want to put in as well that you need a, a exposure limit. You know, like when we had that COVID thing, COVID on the phone and said you might have been exposed, right? <laughs> we need an app like that that you've listened to enough wealthy people now. <laughs> <laughs> You're exposed. You're exposed, yeah. Yeah, you've no, been no. infected. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you now. Um, but yeah, I'm actually... You bring a very interesting point, right? Because... Um, it's like we're te- it's basically what we're saying right now, or rather what you're saying right now is that eat vegetables, right? Because mm-hmm. vegetables are healthy. Expose yourself to vegetables and you will get the nutrition. But there is such a thing as doing too much vegetables. Yes. Um, I don't mean this in the sense that if you're a veg- vegetarian, not that's not what I mean. I mean that you can eat so many vegetables that you actually go sick because you're consuming too much, yes. right? Um, and you're not diversifying your um, 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 your your nutrition mm. or your meals. Your meals mm. are not diversified because you need fats. Certain your your body needs certain type of fats. You need protein. You need carbohydrates. You mm. need you know protein just the, the 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 works so you need you need your a holistic uh yes. diet you know what i mean so i think when, when it comes to exposing yourself to people who are doing what you want to be passionate at i'll make an example and i'll tell you now that i did poetry for more than 10 years of my life um and i've, I've because of that i've become quite good at it and i would not have done poetry And I definitely wouldn't have become as good as I became at it if it wasn't for the fact that I found people who were already doing it and Mm. made sure that every at least once or twice a month um, I'm there with them doing the poetry. Right. We had poetry sessions, even with uh, the rap music that I do. Like one of the things that really helped me improve, it wasn't because I had, you know, I was by myself and I kept writing I don't think I would have pursued it as much as I did if there wasn't a community to encourage me forward. Um, And I absolutely do agree with you that 
there's a point at which you do need to limit. You need to understand when you've been exposed enough. There's no scale, there's no app, there's no ruler. Your body will skin won't mm. start vibrating or changing color <laughs> when you've been overexposed. No. It's much like radiation. Yes. You know, you don't know that you've been exposed to radiation. Um and and you basically won't know that you've been you've been exposing yourself too much to these people that are doing what you want to do. So f- as as a good example of that, um, you mentioned that you were exposing yourself to the guys who owning the SUVs and the nice cars and all of mm. that. And exposure to them too much will lead you to looking at your own life and being depressed because yes. you don't have the things they have, right? Mm. You will end up comparing yourself to them. Mm. Um, for me, what I, what I noticed with the, the guys I was hanging around, because they, they it was rap, the problem with them was that they did weed, they mm. literally lived that lifestyle of... People. Yeah, the hip-hop lifestyle. Yes. They loved girls, they slept around, they had parties, you know, where, where they, they had girls around. And if I exposed myself too much mm. to their lifestyle, I would have Im- received more than just the rap. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'd, I would have received so much more than just the rap. Sure. I would have been high given. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Which literally the point is to say exposure is good. Allowing yourself to be in an environment that will condition you is good. But do remember to live a holistic life. Right. Mm. Uh, do remember that there is such a thing as doing too much, which is such a very good point. Um, so that's the first the, or one of the things that you can do. Not only if you're so with your plans for the following year, mm. um, if you want to start running, find people who are running. Um, and, and, and here's the thing. Right. I think I think it's very safe to say that we're saying this. Not and I think with every discussion or conversation we've been having this month, we've constantly been saying we're saying this not because we have it right and we're joining the right groups. <laughs> and you know, Shal just mentioned now that the surfing didn't work out, <laughs> right? It is yeah. literally be- because we know that you're a human and we're humans. Mm. The goal is not always to be flawless right Mm. the goal is to move more and more towards perfection towards the perfection of christ um and the reason i'm trying to say that is that because you've messed up this year it's not to say that next year you're going to get it right absolutely every single time but you can increase your chances of getting it right yes right you Mm. can absolutely do that um and it's a there's a friend of mine who was mentioning that um um when he was studying um doing his i think he was uh he st- he has a degree in in uh biochem and then he went and studied um economics to further his studies so he was saying that one of the things that helped him he had to do it i think for one or two years um and one of the things that helped him was the fact that he had a team because he was working while studying uh, and it's very difficult to do that right striking that balance but because he had a team that was part of doing projects and studying together and having those study sessions he was able to get through um so it's very very instrumental uh but now i want us to get into um what do you so there is mixing yourself with the right crowd but what can you do as an individual to condition yourself even though it won't be you know all you do but what can you do as an individual to condition yourself as shall to get those things done uh i always believe that when you when you set goals up you need to sort of set up sub goals 
like if I can put it that way. So if you want to run a 2.4 kilometers, which is a good starting length to start running, um, you will, if you can do 2.4 Ks in under 12 minutes, you are considered 70% fit, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Mm. Right. But when I go jogging now, it's not going to take me 12 minutes to do 2.4, right? It's probably going to take me 30 minutes. So in order for me to set a goal, so I need to do 2.4 in under 12 minutes next week, is totally... Uh, it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. So what I would do is then I would say, okay, it's now taking me 30 minutes. So two weeks from now, I need to do it in 25. And then two weeks from then, I need to do it in 20. It's, again, probably unrealistic, but you understand what I mean. So you have these sub-goals leading to the main goal, right? And sub-goals, as well as all goals, should be measurable. Yeah. If you have a goal that's immeasurable, you're not going to achieve it anyway. Or anyhow, because you, you, you can't, you understand? Mm. So how would you know if you do? Exactly. That's the thing. So you, a goal should always, always, always be measurable. And the second thing, like I said, now, is you should need to have sub realistic sub-goals leading up to the main goal. And if you write that down, again, write that down or get it in a notepad or an app or whatever, it will increase the chances of you reaching it. Not only for the fact that it's actually been written down and there's something holy and majestic happen when you write, put ink in yeah, paper, yeah. but something happens in your mindset and in your serotonin levels when you're able to check that first box and say, I did it. Yes. Then you get yourself motivated and say, I'm going to do the second one, and mm. the third one, and the fourth mm. one. And that's my advice always. Yeah, no, I completely get you. That is such, such a beautiful approach to any goal. Um, mm. Let me rather say to most goals. Most goals, yeah. Because some goals you just need to go go cold turkey and just stop something. Um, mm. And it might, it depending on who you are, it might work better for you to just cut it out uh, or cut out the wrong behavior and mm. start doing the good behavior. But for the most part, gradual growth is the most effective growth because the thing i think one of the beautiful things about doing things gradually over a long period of time and consistently is that when you look back you won't even realize how much you've grown like mm. you look if in fact it works the same inverse as well when you're doing some a bad habit and you're yes. doing it slowly, consistently. You know, today you sit on the couch and do nothing for 30 minutes. And then you wash the dishes. Tomorrow you sit for 40 minutes. The next, the next. Mm. You don't even realize that you've, Vumbura, you've become a couch potato. <laughs> and now you're starting to sleep on the couch and watch Netflix. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a series a day. You're binge watching. Now. Exactly. Now you're binge watching. You're mm. no longer watching have watching an episode or two. Mm. Um, now you're a binger, you know? Yes. And those things happen so gradually, just like the analogy with the frog put in cold water and the yes. water slowly being uh, boiled up. The frog doesn't realize that the water is turning hot. So the same will happen to you when you're when you gradually grow at anything, whether you're growing towards good or towards bad. Mm. And that's very good news. Like sometimes I look at these, I know that there are habits that I've grown into, especially in 2021, that I don't like. And I did it gradually, right? I didn't even realize I was doing it. And then now that I look back, I'm like, 
I mean, Charles will tell you in my office there's a, a, a yoga mat, not because I'm doing yoga, <laughs> but because I was using it for sit-ups. Uh, there's a 5kg, uh, <laughs> yeah. what do you call Will, dumbbell yeah dumbbell which i bought because i wanted i literally had that intention i had habits i have a fitness watch for to track my running uh but because of reasons such as uh, my responsibilities changing at work responsibilities changing with family those shifts led to me gradually cutting mm. those things in and thinking to myself okay let me just use this month to adjust to my new job you know mm. and then i'll come back to it and then my new job adjusted and then now I'm not back to it. <laughs> you understand what I mean? So these things happen gradually and it, it, it also works to your advantage as well. When you tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to, when you tell yourself in your mind that you're going to pray, for example, for 30 minutes and you, you weren't, you haven't been praying, that's difficult to maintain. Yeah. Instead, rather say when I get home, I'm just going to spend five minutes talking to God the moment I get home. Start there. What usually happens to me is that I usually find myself praying for closer to 10 minutes than five. Because mm. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. so Right? Um, yeah. So that's basically the gist of it. So just to summarize the, this discussion, right? You have many goals, many passions. And passions, are, as Charles mentioned, I love that little mini lesson. Passions are those things that God puts in your heart. Mm. You might find yourself drawn towards visiting people in prison. Um, those who have been abandoned by their families, you might find yourself being more con uh, 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 drawn towards visiting the widows and the orphans and taking care of them without taking advantage of them mm. um, because there's a huge difference, yes. right? And and you might find yourself wanting to help just the less fortunate, giving, um, de dedicating your time to doing something good. You genuinely feel fulfilled when you do that. Um, then definitely do so, but do it gradually. Mm. Right. Um, then you have goals. Goals are those things that we challenges we set for yes. ourselves. I'm going to start a business. And in order to do so, by this time, I must have registered. By this time, I must mm. have, you know, done this. Yes. By this time, I must have saved up for this. Those are goals. Um, if you want to have a certain goal in terms of how much you wanted to have saved up by the end of the year, which is another goal I didn't reach this year, but mm -hmm. I did go halfway, by the way, uh, saving up for my emergency fund. I had yeah. a certain time and I reached halfway which I think is still applaudable yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what I mean so these are things that we need to you need to put in take into account the principles that we've discussed today so without spending any more time we're going to cut it right here and be back with the devotion shortly right after this